And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee. Mark chapter 5, verse 25, and it reads, A certain woman, I thank God he didn't name, give her name. Amen. Because if he had said, a certain woman who spent all her life in the temple, like Hannah. You remember Hannah? If you had said a certain woman who spent all her time in the temple praying, we would say, mm, well, you have to spend all your time in the temple praying to get healed. No, just a certain woman, an unknown woman. Which means that you can put your name in there. Are you getting what I'm saying, saints? When God does that, it's because he wants you to put your name in there. Uh, amen. If you've got an issue, she has an issue of blood. If you got a life issue, whatever the issue may be, you know, for you know, we got issues. <laughs> well, let me say, some of us got issues. She had an issue of blood. I'm saying your your issue may not be of blood; it may be of something else. Issue simply means a rush. Amen. So the Bible says a certain woman which had an issue of blood for how long? Twelve. Think about it. Twelve years. And the, the Greek here is indicating it is not mild spotting, a heavy flow. I want you for a little while to put yourself in that woman's position and try to feel what she felt. Men, I know you may be far removed from that, but if you're married, just get close to your wife and, and, and ask her, is that correct? As we go through. <laughs> Amen. But notice, not like spotting, a heavy flow for 12 years. Have you, ever, have you ever sat and thought about that? You know, somehow females can even go through, uh, uh, you know, that process for three to five days. They get irritated and all of a sudden, praise the Lord. I'm, <laughs> I'm talking about 12 years. Every day. She, according to the law of Moses, she was ritually unclean. And you get what I'm saying? And when you're unclean, you got to get away from everybody. You lose your family, you lose your husband, you lose everything. Twelve years she's been somewhere by herself. And the beautiful thing about that, Mr. Grover, is Jesus did not come to her. Typically, Jesus initiates and stimulates a miracle. Or somebody comes to him. He was on his way to deliver somebody else. Oh God, I give you praise. I'm trying to tell you, brothers and sisters, put your name in there. Because the very process she used to arrive at a miracle, you and I, if we submit to the same process, we will get our deliverance. We will get whole. Are you getting me? Those of us uh, of sisters, those of our sisters who are suffering and going through the, the, the traumatic experience of breast cancer, look, hear me. The very tool she used, you can use it. It doesn't have to be breast cancer. It could be any cancer. It could be any challenge in this life. And it doesn't have to be you. It could be your children or your mother. I'm bringing it home. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? It doesn't have to be you. It can be your father, your mother, your child. And, and you know when that type of sickness for 12 years, what it does to your mind. Think about it, what it does to your psyche. Yeah. How it come against your fight of faith. Yeah. Someone, you know, you got to sit back and realize what's going on here. Don't just read it and leave it on the pages of the Bible. Try to insert yourself in that situation and try to feel her pain. 
You know, sometimes we just read and move on. Well, bless the Lord. 12 years. Uh-huh. Verse 26 says, And had suffered many things from how, how many doctors? Many physicians. Many things, brothers and sisters, from many physicians. Not one physician, not two physicians, many physicians. Because she moved from one doctor, hoping that one day she'll, she'll get a cure. And uh, you know, every time she moved from one doctor to the next doctor, they're asking her for her insurance card. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. Back then, you didn't have an insurance card. It's either you have the money or not. Yeah. She had the money. One account says it ran out. Yeah. The same account is, 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 is um, told to us in Matthew and in Luke chapter 8. We're in Mark chapter 5. Amen. Same account in the Synoptic Gospels. Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Praise God. I'm trying to not get into deep, but I do have a process that I want to go through because of time. Amen. How many of you enjoy the praise this morning? Yeah. Man, I, look, I could write on that praise until three this afternoon. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I came here for the atmosphere to change. In my life and shift. Praise God. How many of you felt the atmosphere shift? Yeah, yeah. Shifted in your favor. I know somebody's getting healed. Or somebody has been made whole. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Many had spent all. Had spent what? All her money that she had. And was nothing bettered. But rather what? Grewers. I said, I thank God for physicians. But brothers and sisters, when you find yourself in that position, you, when you find yourself where the doctors are now just trying to give you medication to maintain and help you cope, you know you need God now. You know they've done all they can. God was the one who came up with the idea of physicians. He gave men and women the wisdom and the knowledge to do that. Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen. And so when they tell you all I can do is just medicate you, then you know that you are positioned for healing from Dr. Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, so, so I'm here to tell you, brothers and sisters, if you have an issue and you've spent a lot and you're not getting better, guess what? You are well positioned to be healed by Dr. Jesus. Amen. Oh, that's a case for Dr. Jesus to deal with. Amen. Ah, glory be to God. Yeah. Are you getting what I'm saying? Look, look, all is not lost. We still have the King of Kings. Yeah. We still said he reigns. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He reigns over sickness and disease and infirmity. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. Hallelujah. So it's not over. I'm here to tell you, I came here to tell you it's not over. It's not over. Don't you give up. Don't you give up. Don't let that sickness get into your psyche and start accepting it. Don't let people tell you, well, sometimes, you know, well-meaning friends. They, 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 that's what they told me. I had a hernia for, uh, from, from the time I was 9 to 20. And they said to me, you know, Emmanuel, sometimes God heals. And they are very genuine people. And they start to, you know, sound like preachers. Sometimes God heals her. Sometimes God says yes. Sometimes he says no. Sometimes he said, I said, not yet. And I'm saying, when is he going to say now? And I began reading the Bible. And I came across that woman who took her healing. 
Go to them near me. She took her healing. And if she can take her healing, I told myself in the mirror, in the mirror, you can take your healing. There's no difference between you and her. Oh, no, no, no. She went through a process I'd not gone through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Glory be to God. Don't you worry, my notes are still in my head. I'm just trying to choose. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. I still got 12 pages here. So brothers and sisters, you hear me? If you are in a position like our dear sister, it's not over. If your father, if your mother is in a position like this, sister, it's not over. If your child is in a position like this, sister, it is not over. Amen. You hear me? Those of you who are listening. After this particular teaching, I want you to realize that God is not the one who brings sickness on people. If you don't hear me, if you don't hear anything I said today, there is no way God can burden a person with 12 years. My God, 12 years? How can sickness be from God? There was a brother, there was a man passed. A man who had a, he was, his, his child was ill. And he had bought into the sickness. His child, was, his child was ill for years. And you know, sometimes, brothers and sisters, when it's been that long, you begin to tolerate it. You begin to buy into it. You know what I'm talking about. You begin to defend it. Make excuse for, uh, God, I'm trying to make a point here. I know because I lived it. I bought into it. Sorry, I had bought into it. Yeah. It does something to your psyche. It undermines your ability to fight. The good fight of faith. It questions God's love for you. That's what it does. And so here he was, he bought into it, and now he started defending it. You see, he had begged God for five, six, seven, eight years. His son was now 23, and from a child, his son was suffering from that. And he begged God, and so he went to a, a conference, a healing conference, and here the preacher said, there is no way God can put sickness. And he went to the preacher, and he said, God did that to my son. And the preacher said, God would not do that. The preacher said, uh, um, 3 John 1, 2, it says, Beloved, I wish above all that you are prosper and be in health. This is God's will. God said, this is my wish. This is my will that you are prosper and be in health even as your... That's the problem. Proverbs 19, 2 said, it is not good that the soul be without knowledge. Listen to me. When your soul is without knowledge, you suffer. That is the problem. The soul is spiritually malnourished. But let the soul, brothers and sisters, be fed the word of God. You will settle for nothing less but what God desires for you. And you'll go after it like a pit bull like she went. Mm. I hear what I'm saying. If you got not to eat, you got to do like Daniel sometimes. Daniel decided, Daniel said, look, I'm going to fast until I get a result. Daniel didn't decide to fast for 21 days. No. The Bible tells us on the 21st day of his fast, the angel showed up, but the man had decided no food, but vegetables until I hear from God. Can you do that? Oh, when you do, you'll get your healing. But you see the fried chicken. <laughs> so good. The big fish. Oh, don't talk about the oxtail. 
My God, I give you praise. Hallelujah. Oh, the mac and cheese. Yes, indeed. That's from God. Jesus. <laughs> Call it dreams. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, thank you. The cornbread. Sitting there calling my name. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 His friends giving this around the corner. Excuse me. Praise the Lord. <laughs> but, but, but I'm trying to make a point here. Amen. <laughs> Nothing bettered. And so the men, the men began to defend the sickness because he'd lived with it so long. And the preacher, the preacher began to ask God, what do I tell this man? This man looks convinced. And so God told him, tell him if he had all the power in the earth, would you heal your boy? So the preacher said, let me tell you, sir, if you had all the power in the world, would you heal your son? And he said, yes, I would. And he said, uh-huh. So are you saying you're better than God? Luke eleven thirteen says, look, go to Luke eleven thirteen. I'll tell you what Luke eleven thirteen says quickly. You see, I know it's eleven thirteen because I was born November thirteenth. Is the Lord? Look. <laughs> quickly, Luke eleven, Luke eleven thirteen. Sorry, not thirty. It says, if you then been evil, how did God call us in comparison to Him? Evil, know how to give what unto your children. So you know how to give good gifts. I do not know. That's what God is saying. And when the preacher said to him, "Uh huh," so are you saying you're better than God? All of a sudden, a bulb went out. A bulb went off in his head. He said, "Oh my God." I've been in error. He fell on his knees and asked God for forgiveness. But you see, that's what it does. That's what sickness does. It does. It undermines your ability to, your ability to believe God. After you've coped with it for a long time, it moves from your head to your heart. And you begin to agree with it. You begin to say things like, uh, you know, it's my lot in life. You know what I'm talking about. Don't look at me like I'm talking Greek. It's my lot in life. Another one I hear a lot. It's my cross to carry. Yeah, you know, you know, you know what I'm talking about. And another one I hear a lot is I deserved it. Yeah, yeah. I have said all of them when I was going through my issue. Yeah, I said all of them, and that's why I'm here to fight against it and encourage you to fight against that. It is not from God. Mm -hmm. It is not from God. And you are not from without God's touch. The Bible tells us that if you are in her position, you are a suitable <coughs> patient to be healed by Dr. Jesus. Amen. And when I say Dr. Jesus, Jesus is not here physically. Jesus is not just physically, but Jesus is called what? The Word. John chapter 1 verse 1 says, In the big... Uh, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. You jump over to verse uh, 12, verse 14, it says, And the Word became flesh, and dwelt amongst men, full of grace and mercy. So who's the Word? The Word is Jesus. Jesus. Oh, glory be to God. Hallelujah. Jesus is not here, but we got the Word. The Word is full of grace, full of mercy. So anybody can touch the Word. <laughs> glory be to God. Anybody can what? Touch the Word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you getting what 
I'm saying, brothers and sisters? Yes. Revelation 19, 13 says, um, he said he saw Jesus coming. John is rehearsing to us what he saw in a vision. He said, when he saw Jesus coming back on his second return, he said he saw Jesus. He said he had a name written and his name was the word of God. <laughs> yes, he is. This is Logos. You take the Logos, you drive it in your heart, you speak it out, it becomes Rema. It never returns void. Ah. Let me ask you, the Bible says, can you, can you go back? Can you go back to uh, our text? Wonderful. And had suffered many things, the physician, and had spent all that she had, and was nothing better, but grew worse. Verse 27. Verse 27 says, when she what? When she heard of Jesus. Can you say when she heard of the word? Let me tell you, what you've heard about the word, has it motivated you to press through the crowd? The crowd of your life. What crowd in your life? What you have heard? Yes. Hallelujah. Has it put a press in you? Yes. An urgency in you? A fight in you? Yes. Try everything. Yes. Yeah, that's what God sent me to tell you. Those of you who've heard the word, what has it done to you? What has it done to you? Has it put a press? Because the truth be told, our lives are crowded. Crowded like she pressed through the crowd. You know what I'm talking about. Yes. How many of you agree that our lives are crowded? Yes. We, allow our, we allow our lives to be crowded. Let, let me tell you, you know why our lives are crowded? Because the devil wants it to be that way. Yeah. The devil is not afraid of your business acumen. He's not afraid of the amount of assets you've accumulated. He's not afraid of, your, of the capital of your... Of, uh, of, there is a word. There is a, after, the assets minus the liabilities. What? Net worth? <laughs> He's not afraid of your net worth. He's not afraid of the house you live in. The only thing that there is afraid of is God's word germinating in your heart. That's the only thing he's afraid of. Because he knows that's the power for deliverance on every level. And so brothers and sisters, you and I need to ensure our lives are not crowded. Let me tell you, brother, you, let me share with you. you I'm, 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 I'm not hard on you, brothers and sisters. Hear me, I'm not hard on you. But, but you hear me, you and I will remain spiritual purpose until that word gets in our hearts and bring forth. Oh I am sharing. I have been there. I know what I'm talking. In church for years. Yes. For years in church. Thank you prosper. Come on now. Sick. Coping. Yes. Like she was. And I thought somebody had to lay hands on me. I thought somebody or some preacher had to say, Emmanuel, back in the corner over there, the Lord just told me that you have a sickness and a disease. Can you come up, please? I didn't realize. Me too. I had a seat at the table. <laughs> I didn't realize. Me too. I could spend the time in here and drive the word from my head to my heart. That's what meditation does. The devil doesn't want us to meditate. That's how you drive the word from your head to your heart. That's how you learn to believe God. Until you meditate on God's word, you'll never learn to believe God. 
Ah, God, I give you praise. Are you getting what I'm saying? And so I'm here to tell you, when she heard of Jesus, she came in and motivated her. Now, what did she hear? She heard that Jesus had healed a few. Let, let me show you what she heard quickly. Because sometimes you need, we need to go through the text and explain what she heard. You see, we are hearing the word this morning. That's one way to hear it. Amen. When you go home and you start to read it out loud, that's another way to hear it. Amen. When you're on the road, amen, hopefully you're listening to the word of God. That's another way to hear it. Praise the Lord. So, we, she heard, you, you've got to hear something. Um, she heard that Jesus, a few people got healed by touching Jesus' garment. She heard that. Amen. While her friends were telling her, sometimes God says no. Sometimes God says yes. Sometimes God says maybe. Sometimes God says wait. You know he's a schizophrenic like that. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what they said to me. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But it's alright. She heard in Mark chapter 3. Can you go to Mark chapter 3? Let's look at verse 9 and 10. This is what she heard. She heard that Jesus had to get himself and he spoke to his disciples that a small ship should wait on him because of the multitude. Lest they should what? Throng him. They want to touch him. She heard that people are getting healed touching Jesus. Yeah, yeah. So Jesus said, get me a little boat. Amen. Because these people will crush me. Because they want to touch me. Power is flowing from me. Yeah, yeah. Because they want to touch him for his healing. For their healing. The Pharisees have been there. The Sadducees have been there for years. The keepers of the law. The custodians of the law. But they have no power. And so here comes a man from Galilee. Who knows God. Who understands the power in God's word. Who is fully persuaded. Steps on the scene. Power begins to flow from him. And people are rushing to touch him. Trying to crush him because they need help. Good God. Good God. <laughs> so she heard many people were touching Jesus and they were getting healed and she said well if that can happen to them maybe it can happen to me too she also heard listen to me in Mark chapter 6 verse 56 let's see what else she heard Mark 6 56 she heard that with whichever city Jesus entered into villages or cities and, and country the sick they led the sick in the streets and besought him that he might touch, if it were, but what? The border of his garment. Does anybody have a shawl? I want to show you a shawl. Tell my wife, I think there's a shawl somewhere. And I want to show you what the lady touched. Because many times we don't understand. I did send you a shawl. A shawl. It's typically on the communion table. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. This is, this, is what, this is what she touched. When the Bible says she touched the hem of his garment, not his robe. Jesus had a big, if you go back in the Greek, it means, it means the board of his garment. So she touched, she touched his, the tassel. This is what she touched. Now I want to show you what at the end of the tassel, can you show me the next, the next, the next um, exhibit? You see the tassel has one, two, three, four, five knots. 
The and this is a man showing affection for God's word as he prays. The five notes represents, listen to me, the Pentateuch, the first five books in the Bible. You, she touched the word. Yeah, so Jesus was walking around with this light here. Amen. Possibly longer. And she's, you see, how many notes? One, two, three, four, five. I didn't make this up. The lady touched the border, the tassel. This is what she touched. She didn't touch Jesus' body. One translation says, as soon as her hands, her hands brushed the tassel, power flowed through. It, it was not a grab. Are you getting me? Just a brush. You know why? Because God wants you heal more than you want it. Right. Just a brush. Dot, just a brush. Mm -hmm. Power flowed through. Hallelujah. Yeah. Mm. The took the first five books of the Bible. We got 66. <laughs> Can something flow? Five. Sixty-six. Can something flow? Yes. You know why nothing is flowing? We are not doing like a, we are not pressing through the crowd. <laughs> you, you got to press through the crowd. You got to pray. You got to get ready for church Friday evening. You like me and my, my wife. From the time Friday hits, my wife and I start talking about church. Yeah, no, this I'm not doing that. I cannot do this right here. No, tell that person I cannot meet with them. No, 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 no. No, I got to go to bed a certain time. I got to be here by 8, 8 to 5. Yes, yes. That's my way of pressing through. I don't know what's your way of pressing through. On Wednesdays, I do nothing on Wednesdays. I show no, I show no property. I do nothing on Wednesdays. I have a routine. That's my way of pressing through. You see, bro, Ella Brenda, you see, we believe that Christianity just happens. With, with no pressing. No, no sacrifice. And then we ask, where is the healing? So has God's word, God sent me to tell you, has his word motivated you to press? When like, like it did for her when she heard. She pressed through the crowd. Is your life crowded? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. My life was crowded. I had to get it uncrowded. Is that a word? Yeah. I had to say no meeting. I cannot come. Sorry, I cannot make it. Sorry, the last uh, last three months I had I accepted no preaching engagements. I said no. I can, I'm working on a program. I need to get it done. I have. Uh, yeah, I am. I'm sorry, but I'm going somewhere. I'm tired of where I am. Amen. I feel like I hit a plateau. I need to move to the next level. Jesus is on his way soon. And he's given me some things in my heart to do. Yeah. Yeah. I've been asking God. God can you please bless the works of my hand. Thank you. Bless the works of my hand. I've been praying. Pastor I've been praying. Bless the works of my hand. And that's the thing. I gave you 15 books. I tell you to write a course. Right. You haven't finished it. And you're asking me to bless the works of your hands. <laughs> he said can you put. Can you put one thing out there? Mm -hmm. Can you put one out there out of all what I told you? Yeah. So I can bless it. The Bible says God, is, God will give us power to get wealth. It doesn't give us wealth necessarily because he's a spirit. Right. 
He gave us what? Power. Ability, wisdom, influence. There are people out there waiting to buy your product from the ideas God gave you. He's giving you power to get wealth. Are you with me? God is a spirit. So God said, put something out there. Let me ask you, brothers and sisters. Can you go back to our text quickly? Has God's word affected you like it affected that lady? If God's word has affected you like it affected her, I guarantee you, you'll get the same results she got. The beautiful thing I like about this, this particular story is that, as I said initially, Jesus did not initiate that healing. You see, in Mark chapter 9, Jesus went to the guy who was diseased, sitting on the mat, and he said, do you want to be made whole? And he had bought into the sickness. He started making excuses. He said, you see me here sitting. Nobody to help me. And you're The dude bought into the sickness. <laughs> he gave up. Because he thinking somebody has to put him into the water. This is not the case here. In Luke 8, Jairus came to Jesus. Some instances, they came to Jesus. Some instances, Jesus went to them. Not her. She's different. She's remarkable. She's a powerhouse. She, she's lost energy. She's tired. Ostracized. Bleeding. But it cannot stop her tenacity. God, I give you praise. A wheel that refused to bend to sickness. Oh, God, I give you praise. Oh, hallelujah. My goodness. A will that refuse to overtake my sickness and disease because she knows in her body this cannot be from God. Cannot be from God. What about you? What you're going through? Do you think it's from God? Have you resigned? Well, that's the way it's going to be. Mm -hmm, that's the way it is. Praise the Lord. Let me show this to you. Verse 27. Verse 27 says, When she heard, quickly, when she heard of Jesus, came in the press behind him and touched his garment. I just showed you what she touched. She came where? Behind him. She came out of nowhere. God, I, 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 you, know, you know why I like the story? God did not see her coming. <laughs> God. Wow! God didn't see her coming. She Jesus turned and the way in the Greek if you go back in the text the, when you go back in the text when Jesus turned around the word is he turned looking sternly who is it who is, who is that person who is, who is that person who has the audacity to just take power from me who, who, is, that I didn't, who is that I didn't see coming who is that who learned to believe me in secret and now take your healing in public Who's fought, who has fought doubt and fear in darkness, overcome it, now believes in me. Jesus turned and said, who is that person? Thank you. There's a blessing in the present. There's a blessing in the present. Listen, that is what God sent me to tell you. Can you just show up without he see you coming? Can you just take your healing? You know, we don't have to walk. We don't have to live this life the way it is. We don't. We've got the word of God sins. We've got the power of God. Are you getting what I'm saying? And the only thing that's preventing us is we are not pressing. We are comfortable. We are comfortable. 
aren't we? I know some of you have heard to say that. This is mm. <laughs> God told me so. He said, you're comfortable. I can tell you that because God told me. He said, you're comfortable. Amen. There is no push, no stretch, no press. Verse 28, quickly. Verse 28. And we'll bring it to a close. For she said, what, she, what, what did she, what she said? She said, if I touched, she, she didn't just do it before. She convinced herself before. And you get, she, the, 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 the correct Greek translation here is, she kept on telling herself. That's the real translation. If you go back in the original language and you break it up, it's saying, she kept on telling herself, if I touch the hem of his garment, I will be whole. She didn't say heal. No, no. Heal is the situation is healed and all the damage stays. Whole, all the damage is reversed. <laughs> Ooh, that is belief. Now you can, that is belief to believe that if you touch the tassel, mm -hmm. the Pentateuch, if you just touch it, all the damage this issue did to you over these years will be reversed and your body will be like it never had any issue. That's what we must go after. Wholeness, not healing. Are you getting what I'm saying? Jesus, and, uh, uh, the, she kept telling herself, if I can just reach Master Jesus, I'll be all right. Mm -hmm. If I can just reach master with all my issue, with all my bleeding, amen, I have to go through all these men. Because, you know, back then women were not allowed to be in the crowd. Praise the Lord. If I can press through all these men, all these issues I have, these challenges, if I can just, just, all I need to do, that's all. You see, I've tried everything else. You see, when you've tried everything else, some of us are still trying. <laughs> I'm here to tell you, stop trying. Still trying this, still trying that, still trying, still, still, let me share with you, many of us Christian, we haven't drew a line in the sand and say, this is it. This, I'm going to say God, I'm going to bed at 10, I'm catching up at 5, this is it, I'm going to turn up that one ID man at about 9.30. That one ID, that TV, in other words, you're looking at me, what the one ID man is, a TV. I'm turn up that TV at 9, I'm going to bed at 5. Sorry, at, at 9, I'm going to get up at 5. It's my time to seek. The year is coming to an end and I've not achieved my spiritual goals. I'm not even in a routine. I just happen to pray here. I happen to read over the, oh my God, I got to do something, the day is over. Year after year after year after year after year after year one day doc one day i was praying i had my bible on my shelf and i kept walking saying lord i need your help and the lord tell me you just passed me i said i turned <laughs> god has a funny sense of humor <laughs> Yeah, I am I'm supposed to take the word, so it's in my heart, and then the power from the word will make my way success. I'm here asking God, can you help me? <laughs> Not me, you just passed me. And I look back, I say, Oh my God. Year after year after year, the same thing. The power to bring about to bring about change is in seed form. It's in what form? Seed form. 
She said, I shall be made whole. Many of us want to take a shortcut. And that's okay. That's okay. You could, you could, look, for, you could look for somebody, somebody like Benny Hinn. And there, there are men out there who are gifted. I, you, I, no, I'm, I'm telling you the truth. There are men out there who are gifted. Amen. And women out there. Amen. Who are, I know people who have gotten a gift and brought it to a spiritual leader, laid hands on them, and they got healed. It happens. It's in the word of God. Naaman brought a gift to Elijah. You remember? Na Naaman. He brought a gift. He was he had a leper. He was he was a, he had leprosy. Brought a gift, and then Elijah said, "I'm not going to let you buy me with my buy me with your gift. You go deep in Jordan with all your pride." Amen. Go deep in Jordan, and he said, "Well, all these rivers, you know, we have clean rivers. Why dirty? Why dirty Jordan? Yeah, why dirty Jordan when we have all these clean rivers?" And Elijah just Elijah just continued studying. Amen. Just continue because, hey, hey, if you are sick, you'll do it. If you, if you really want to be healed, you'll go to Jordan. You, you see, when you're desperate enough, you'll see that. The reason why we are not, the reason why we tolerate the things we tolerate is because there is no desperation. The French call it desperation. There is no desperation. There is no urgency in us. So we tolerate a lot of stuff. Yeah, no desperation. That's what it is. And year after year after year after year until Jesus comes. And then when you go to heaven, Jesus opened up and said to you that you had to do all of that. This is what you had to do. You had to, I, get, I placed it, I whispered that to you. I, you remember the father, I whispered this to you. And then pastor, we start crying. Ah! Get him a hanky. <laughs> Next. <laughs> but at least you make it to heaven. Amen. Praise the Lord. Me. I want to do everything that I, I repented. I've been repenting all week. When God gave me that sermon to preach. All week past I've been repenting. Mm -hmm. She said to herself, you have to convince yourself, not somebody else. Are you hearing me? You have to convince yourself of God's word. Since take God's word, put it in your head, drive it in your heart through memories, through meditation. And see what, see what I'll do for you. Let me say that again. Take God's word, put it in your head, which is memorization. Then drive the memorized word into your heart and see what it will do for you. Come and give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah. Please take time to meditate on the word and let it sink into your heart and soul and mind today. Knowing that the Christian who meditates on the word will be like a tree planted by the water bringing forth fruit in its season and prospering in all that he does. But what if you aren't a Christian today? What if you don't know if you're bound for heaven as a forgiven child of God? If that's you, then let's take care of it right now if you're ready. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Are you ready to be forgiven of your sins and washed clean and made new? Are you ready to begin your new life in Christ? Then turn to God right now and say, Lord, I love you. I need you. I repent of my sins. Lord, please forgive me and wash me clean. I receive your forgiveness right now as I put my faith in Jesus as my Savior. God, please lead me and teach me and show me how to live from now on. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 
And if you're looking for a good church family, you'll be welcomed with open arms at Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee, located at 4750 Capital Circle Southeast near Tram Road. Sunday school begins for all ages at 10 a.m. and the morning service begins at 11 and the Wednesday evening service begins at 7. This is a life-giving, multicultural, multi-generational church where people of all races, backgrounds, and walks of life come together to worship, to be inspired in their love for God, to develop relationships, and to be empowered to live out God's purpose for their lives. Find more information on their website, imitatorsofgodministries.com, or call the church, 850 408 8496.